0: And thank you, wonderful musicians, thank you. And now with the lights on, you look even more handsome and more beautiful. Praise God. It is our privilege to worship together our Lord Jesus Christ. And the theme of this message is simply what I wish for you. What I wish for you, and these truths come out of the Christmas story recorded in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2. And so if you turn to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 2, here is what it says. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it arose. And we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. Uh, By the way, the reason everyone in Jerusalem was disturbed was because they knew that if King Herod was disturbed, if Herod was upset and angry, it meant he would take it out on a lot of the people as well. Verse 4, he called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel." Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, Go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered, they entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for this beautiful part of your holy Bible. And I just humbly pray that you would touch each one of our hearts from this passage of Scripture, Lord, through the truth that we're about to share. May you touch each heart listening here in the sanctuary of Rosewood Church of the Nazarene. May you touch each heart, Lord, listening by radio. Let it be so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, my friends, what I wish for you is this. First of all, I wish for you joy. I wish for you joy. And this truth came to my mind as I read the very first verse, which which says Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea. Now obviously you don't see, you don't see the word joy in there. But when you and I stop, when you and I stop and, and think that a baby was born, even in a normal family, the birth of a baby brings much joy. Isn't that right? When our children Amy and Jeremy were born, each of them brought a new wave of joy into my wife's heart and mine, and into the whole family and others. Our daughter Amy was born on Christmas Day in 1984. How many of you were a part of this church back in 1984? A few of you, yes, yes, Those see those wonderful hands? Well, I still remember that uh, when my wife and I brought our baby girl home from the hospital, I put her underneath the Christmas tree and, and I took beautiful pictures, and I have them in some albums somewhere. And then when, uh, when grown-up Amy, when our grown-up daughter and her husband had a baby, our grandson, baby Yanni, he too, as many of you know, has been bringing a fresh, fresh and new dimension of joy. And sometimes, 18-month-old baby Yanni's reactions to people and Two events put a smile on our faces in different ways. Would you like to know, would you like to know what baby Yanni thinks about Santa Claus? This picture will kind of tell you what our grandson thinks about Santa. (laughs) That's my boy, that's my boy. How about that, eh? Let me just comment for the benefit of the radio listeners. Radio listeners um, just showing a picture of our little grandson on the big screen here in the sanctuary on Santa's knee and he is not a happy child at all. Now, a lot of you parents probably have a picture similar to that, don't you, parents or grandparents? Because a lot of children, truthfully, uh, well, they, they, just, they just sometimes get, get scared by people in unique costumes, right? So, all right. Well, the birth of Jesus, the birth of Jesus no doubt brought a lot of joy into Mary and Joseph's life and their immediate family. My friends, it is my wish and my prayer that the Lord will bring new joy, fresh joy into your life, into your life in the hours, the days, the weeks, and the months ahead. For some of you, your new joy your new joy may also come from the birth of a baby. In fact, some of you, some of you wives and husbands have wanted to have a baby for a long time, but for some reason it hasn't as yet happened. And it is my earnest prayer that the Lord, the Lord will create a, a beautiful miracle in your life so that So that very soon, you will, you will have that little boy, or that little girl, or both. Amen? For others of you, for others of you, your new joy may come through a a physical healing, or an emotional healing, that you really need to happen in your life. And may the Lord bring that about through his presence and through his power and through his love for you. And for others, perhaps the joy will come through a new relationship, perhaps a new friendship, or a new fiance, a husband or a wife that you've been looking for for some time. I don't know why my wife's laughing. She's got a husband. <laughs> she might be laughing because many times I'm kind of bouncing off of her saying, honey, who do you think I can match up with so-and-so and so-and-so? <laughs> I mean, for their benefit, not mine. For someone else, perhaps what you need is what you need is to have to have your relationship restored. Some of you maybe need a relationship restored with your mother, with your father, with your brother or sister or a fellow employee or with someone else. Maybe something, something's happened, something foolish. Usually it's something foolish, something dumb that has happened that has maybe broken or, or affected your relationship in a negative way. And May the Lord help you to restore that relationship and bring about renewed joy. Amen? Then there are others of you, others of you who will find fresh joy by finally being able to take that beautiful vacation that you've been hoping for. Or you'll find just the right job to suit your skills and training. Or perhaps you will get that promotion at your company which you deserve and have worked hard for. Or perhaps you will be able to get that reliable car you have always wanted. Amen? I think that's joy. Joy, speaking of joy. (laughs) And others of you, others of you will rejoice in new ways upon the completion of your academic studies. Our associate minister here, our wonderful Reverend Lisa Autar, will be completing her uh, doctoral of ministry degree this year. And we're excited with her and for her. And she'll be... uh, She's coming close, so you can cheer her on, cheer her on, just like we cheered on Dr. Reverend Tina Patamber just a few months ago. Amen, amen. Then I wish new joy for even more of you. I wish joy for more of you to discover the Christ of Christmas as your personal savior. When the shepherds were guarding their flocks of sheep, an angel appeared to them as recorded in the Gospel of of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. And the angel said, here it is on the screen. The angel said, I bring you... Good news, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem. My friend, I want to invite you to find joy by beginning to trust in Jesus as your Savior, as the one who has come to earth, shown his love and ultimately paid the full price for your sins and mine so that you and I can be forgiven of our sins, adopted into the family of God, and receive the promise of heaven. Hallelujah, Amen. hallelujah. And so I wish for you added joy in these and many other ways in your life. Then secondly, secondly, I wish for you greater joy spiritual hunger. This truth came to my mind as I read about the wise men. Traditionally, the wise men have also been called the magi, M-A-G-I. Now notice, notice what the second half of verse 1 says and then what verse 2 says. The second half of verse 1 says, About that time some wise men came Some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. And then later in verse 11, when they found baby Jesus, verse 11 says, They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. My friends, we are not told we are not told in the Bible exactly where these wise men came from. Some historians and researchers have suggested that they were that they were perhaps from Persia, which is by the way modern day what Iran. All right? One re- one reason why some historians thought they were from Persia was because in the earliest Christian art that has been preserved, the travelers from the east are wearing Persian robes. And so that's one reason why historians and researchers have to some extent thought that they were originally from Persia or the Iran area. Uh, How many wise men were there is actually not recorded in the Bible. I don't know if you noticed that. But the the fact that the wise men presented Jesus with three gifts... Gave rise to the belief that there were three wise men, but we don't know for sure. Many of you are familiar with the Christmas carol, we three kings of Orientar. We three kings of Orientar. Bearing gifts, we traverse afar. It's a nice, it's a nice carol, right? It's it's a Christmas carol which was written in 1857 for a Christmas pageant put on by the General Theological Seminary of New York City. The writer of We Three Kings most likely thought that the wise men were perhaps kings based on Psalm 72, Psalm 72 verse 10, and Isaiah chapter 60 verse 3, but we really don't know for certain. And as some of you know, legend states that the names of the wise men were Melchior, Balthazar, and Caspar. But the Bible itself doesn't actually give us the names. Now what we do know, what we do know is that the wise men said, where is the newborn baby? Where is he? And then they said, we have come To worship him. Think about this. Those words tell us that the wise men had a great spiritual hunger. Amen? One Bible scholar says, The wise men were good and holy men who sought for truth. Wise men and wise women have a great spiritual hunger. We all know that there are times for you and me to hunger for knowledge. And I hope you hunger for knowledge. There are times when we hunger for food. Some of you are thinking, don't mention it. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't have supper, you're thinking. There are times when we hunger for friendship. I also wish for you greater spiritual hunger. The wise men traveled, think about it. The wise men traveled hundreds of miles in search of the newborn king just to worship him. The wise men faced the attacks of robbers and wild animals in their search for the newborn king just to worship him. Question. How might you how might you show some greater spiritual hunger in your own life in the weeks ahead and in the months ahead? How might you show some greater spiritual hunger? Here are some suggestions. Make it a priority in your life. Make it a priority to worship the Lord every Sunday morning. We gather here at Rosewood Church of the Nazarene every Sunday morning in this beautiful sanctuary at 11 a.m. If this church suits your, suits your needs, and we invite you to worship with us regularly if, if you're a guest today. If you don't have a church home somewhere, we invite you to become a part of our Rosewood regular family. Now, there may be many distractions on Sunday mornings trying to take you away from regular worship, but you have to make a choice, you have to make a decision and say, this is the Lord's day, and I will dedicate this time to worship the Lord. Amen? Also, we're talking about how how you can... How you can live out some more spiritual hunger. Make it a priority. Make it a priority, for instance, to attend Sunday school on Sundays at 9.30. We have wonderful Bible classes for the children, all children, age levels, the youth, the adults. We got multiple adult Bible classes. And it's a time for you to get together with with 10 to 30 or 40 Adults, where you have a chance to further read and study the Bible under a very competent teacher. Make it a priority to be a part of one of our small group Bible studies through the week. We have small groups that meet at least twice a month that can be a blessing to you. Make it a priority to read your Bible and pray every day. Make it a priority to to come to our prayer and fasting time on the first Saturday of each month. First Saturday of each month from 9 a.m. to 12 noon, as we as we pray through all the prayer requests that have been given to us across the weeks in our church family and the community, you and I are invited to have greater spiritual hunger. There's a beautiful verse, Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, that says this: read it in unison with me from the big screen. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Amen? And then there's a third wish that I have for you. It also comes out of this beautiful scripture, and it is this. I wish for you to discover Christ, to become a true worshiper, and to give Jesus your very best. This comes out of verses nine through 11 where it says, the wise men went their way. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem and went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. Then they saw the star. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now I'm sure that some of you, some of you are thinking, well, what kind of a star? What kind of a star guided the wise men to Bethlehem and specifically to the place where Jesus was? How many of you have thought, you're thinking that tonight or other times, how many of you have thought that, right? It's a logical question. Well, we don't know. <laughs> the answer is we don't know exactly what kind of a star it was. But I like I like what Dr. William Hendrickson, a beautiful Bible scholar. I like what Dr. Hendrickson says. Uh, Pastor Lisa, sometimes when you're reading Matthew and, and you need a great commentary, look up look up this wonderful scholar, Dr. William Barclay, uh, Dr. William Barclay and Dr. William Hendrickson. But anyway, Dr. Hendrickson says this. He says. He says this, he says, suffice it to say that the wisdom and kindness of God is evident from the fact that God spoke to the students of the stars, meaning the wise men. God spoke to these wise men in a language which they could understand, namely that of a star. God miraculously led the wise men to discover Jesus through a star. Nowadays, God uses various means. God uses his Holy Spirit. He uses the Bible. He uses a song. He uses the testimony and the witness of another Christian And God might even use a simple message like this to help you discover the Christ of Christmas. Amen? Verse 11 says, The wise men bowed down and worshipped him. I invite you to also become a true worshiper of Jesus. Not just on... On a day like this, but every day of your life. The latter part of verse 11 says, Then they opened their treasure chests and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There is a lot of symbolism to the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, but in a nutshell, in a nutshell, the wise men gave Jesus their very best. That's what they did. And I want to invite you and, and you, and, and, you and, and you and you and you and you back there and you up here. I want to invite you to also give Jesus the very best of who you are. Don't give them the leftovers. No, no. But give Jesus the very best of who you are and the best of your time, the best of your talents, and the best of your treasures. Why? Because Jesus is God come to earth in the flesh. Emmanuel, the wise men, found him and worshiped him. May you and I, in our own way, worship Jesus, King of kings, Lord of lords, Savior, Savior of mankind who desires to be your personal Savior. Let us pray. Dear Lord, I pray that you would bring about the truths that have been shared with our precious people here today. I pray that you would bring about greater joy in each person's life. And I pray, Lord, that you would bring about a greater spiritual hunger. And I ask, I wish, and I pray, Lord, that each dear person would come, would come and personally worship you in spirit and in truth, and would truly give their very best to you, just as the wise men gave their best. May you help each one to trust in Jesus as Savior, as Lord. In His name we pray. Amen. Amen. As Renee sings this beautiful song, I want to ask you, I want to ask you to reflect upon your relationship with the Lord and in your own way say to him, I choose to become a true worshiper of Jesus. Renee, would you come? I choose, Lord, to give you my very best. Amen.